Welcome to Momentum Church. I guess if I say this, welcome home, that's it, all right? So the rest of it's just a word from the Lord, okay? But um, I was really struggling with this this week because there's so much stuff I want to talk about in light of all the world's going through. And, um, and I am. I'm going to talk about it here in a couple weeks and um, have a really important sermon I'm going to be doing the week after Father's Day concerning culture and a lot of things that we're experiencing. Um, this week I am shooting a video, so keep your eyes open. There'll be a video concerning a lot of the stuff we're going through as well because, again, I don't want to wait two more weeks out before I can speak to this a little bit more. And, and here's the thing about y'all. You all know if you've been with Momentum, a long time. This isn't something that is a trend to us. You know, when we talk about cultural things, we've been talking about this stuff for years. Amen. And, um, and, and I will say something because this idea of peace between, peace within and peace between, I mean, I had somebody really concerned for me, you know, and they said, you know, Pastor Ross, if you keep preaching about this stuff, we might, you know, not reach certain people. And, um, and I was like, well, those aren't the people I'm called to reach anyhow. Come on, somebody. And so, and I just explained, this is a hill I have tried to die, <laughs> tried to die a hundred times on throughout my lifetime, and it will be a hill that your pastor in his grave, when I'm in my casket, you'll walk by, and my prayer is that people of all colors will walk by pastor, and will know that I stood on this hill for all my life trying to stand for everybody together, amen? Black, white, Hispanic, everything you can think of, amen? And I'm going to say this too, blue, come on somebody, I love you Jeremy, man, we got some good police officers up in this house. Yes, we do. We've got good, some good firemen up in this house. Amen? Amen. And so, and we got Tom too. <laughs> I was so glad you were over there. He's one of our firemen. So keep everybody in prayer right now. So everybody's going through this stuff right now. But here's something I want you to understand as we look at this um, today. John 3. This is just, there's something called exegesis and there's something called eisegesis. And so exegesis is where you take scripture, you let scripture speak for itself. Eisegesis is where you read into scripture. And anytime I do this, I will let you know, this is eisegesis. I'm reading something into this, okay? And so I'm not telling you to take this for theology. I'm not telling you to take this for, for how you get saved, okay? This is, this is something the Lord just kind of prompted in my heart, a, a, a revelation that I thought was really important to us in this season. And the season <coughs> coming on the backside of three months of, of quarantine and just three months of things being kind of crazy. And as we just sang, that weapon that may be formed, but it won't prosper. When darkness falls, that song said, it won't prevail. That's just preaching scripture, that song is. And I just want to say it this way. When adversity comes, how many had some adversity the last three months? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When adversity comes, when trials come, when you can't see clearly what's truly important, guess what? I think in that moment is an invitation and an opportunity that you can clearly see what relates to the kingdom of God. Okay? When, when, when things start to get dark, in that darkness, there's an invitation to go deeper into the darkness or to begin to come out into the light of the kingdom of God. Amen? And, and I want you to see this. In John chapter 3... Out of darkness, God is birthing, I believe, in our church and in our world, a season of new beginnings. Shout new beginnings. 
Things are shifting. Things are happening prophetically that have never happened before um, at this level, at this degree. And I believe God, out of the midst of that darkness, if the church will partner with him, if we will come into agreement, amen, there's something powerful about agreement when we come together. Remember that power, that peace between, that peace between? When shalom shows up between and we begin to set agreement. And so in the midst of this, we have an opportunity to walk into agreement with what God is trying to do in our world. And out of that darkness, watch him birth a season of new beginnings. And I want that for this house. Y'all, this house, we've been through some stuff. We've been, th- not just in the last month and a half, definitely in the last month and a half. I can't, you can't know how hard, how much your pastor's hurt in the last month and a half. We've been through some stuff, amen? But guess what? In that darkness, if we'll turn to him, the peace, the shalom, if we'll turn to Jesus in the midst of that darkness, he will bring a season of new beginnings. And that's not just for the house. How do you guys know that whenever pastor preaches about the house and I talk about the blessings upon the house, when I refer to that, whatever's on the house is on you, amen? You're the house, amen? You're the church. It's not the brick and mortar. It's, it's y'all. And I believe God has new beginnings for each of us in this room. And so here's where the Lord showed me this out of John chapter 3, verses 1 through 6. Now there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. And this man came to Jesus by night. I want to stop right there. So there's a religious man. He's a Pharisee. In other words, he thinks he understands and knows how everything's supposed to work. What he needs to do to be pleasing to God. He has his system (coughs) figured out. And so with that system, that religious system, he is still in the midst of darkness. So much darkness in his soul that he's sneaking in the darkness of night to come talk to Jesus. He doesn't want people to understand and see and know that he is seeking greater truth. He's seeking greater revelation. He's seeking kingdom understanding, all right? And so we can see this man named Nicodemus coming to Jesus in that dark time. And I got to thinking about us right now going through dark times. Now, don't miss this, okay? We're going through some dark times. And we can go back into religion, okay, and be satisfied with how it's been while I go to church I might go to small group once a month. I might serve once a month. You know, I have my little religious expression. But when it comes deep down on the inside, I'm not really living for the kingdom. I'm not waking up in the morning going, okay, King Jesus. How many know King Jesus is king, right? And so, okay, Lord, King Jesus, what do you have me to do today? Not not what do I want to do today, but when it comes to my life, when it comes to my decisions, when it comes to the words of my mouth, when it comes to the meditation of my heart, when it comes to those things, King Jesus, I want to be at your bidding. I want to be doing your heart, your will. What do you desire? And so right now we are in a very dark, dark season. Everything from quarantine to the protest to, to, to just all the stuff going on locally, even here in our church, things that we're struggling with. All those things, it's just a dark, dark season. And we can go back to the same old, same old, okay? Or we can press into the kingdom. And that's what I want to get to before we end today. And that's what this next series is all going to all be about the next four weeks, okay? It's all about that. And so we can go, I don't want to go back to the same old, same old. I don't want to come through COVID-19, okay, season 20 or season one. God, I hope it's only season one. <laughs> I don't want to come through this quarantine time, this, this experience, 
and be the same. That's why Pastor preached for, for how long? Seven weeks on redefined. I want us to be new. I want us to be redefined through, through this. And so in this darkness, physical darkness for Nicodemus, him and his religious background, he's like, I want something new, but I don't even know what I need. I just know Jesus is the one I need to seek. Amen? And maybe that's you. You're here as a guest, or, and, and you have never went after the things of God. Please don't go after the things of Momentum Church. Don't go after religious expression. Don't go after, go after Jesus, all right? And so this man, he goes after Jesus. Now watch, he says um, to him, Rabbi, we know that you're a teacher. Come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. And Jesus answered him, truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Unless one is born, everybody say born again. So unless you have a new beginning, okay, unless something happens on the inside. And I just believe that many of us in this room, yes, you may be saved. That's the word that we use. You've asked Jesus to come into your life. You've walking as a Christian. You believe he is the Lord of your life. And you are saved. I'm not saying you're not. But you're saved, but you may need some new beginnings. There may be some things dying in your life. There may be some relationship. There may be some things in your life that you're going, man, it's dark in this area of my life right now, and I need something fresh. I need a born again. I need a new again, a new beginning kind of an experience in my life. And man, where Nicodemus, who he came to, is Jesus. That's a great place to start this. In the middle of your darkness, coming to a man named Jesus and letting him know, man, I need a new beginning. And Jesus saying, I have that for you. You know, I have it for you. And so he goes on. Jesus says, I, I, unless you're born again, you can't see the kingdom of God. And you may wonder what that means. The kingdom of God, yes, there is two portions to the kingdom. We have the kingdom that is coming, all right? You know, someday, man, we'll be raptured. We'll be taken up to be with the Lord in the air, and that's awesome. And we have heaven to look forward to and a millennial reign and so much stuff that we'll talk about some other day. But we have a kingdom right now that we walk in, Amen. Kingdom authority, kingdom power, kingdom experiences, the things of the gospel taking effect in our hearts and through our hearts into our world. And that's the kingdom. Amen. That's the kingdom. Righteousness, joy, and peace in the Holy Spirit. That's the kingdom. God wants us to experience his kingdom now. And so we're not talking about something we have to wait for. Number four, verse 4, Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he, unless one is born into his mother's womb and be born? And Jesus answered, truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of water, say water, water. and the spirit, say spirit, spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Now, obviously, the, the exegetical statement that we can pull from this is that unless you come to Jesus and become born again, you won't enter into his heavenly kingdom. That is exactly what it's saying. Jesus is saying, you want to know about going to heaven? You want to know about the kingdom? You come to me and you're born of the spirit. Well, I don't get that. You know, well, you're born of flesh or of the water. That's your mama. But you're born of the spirit. That's your spiritual daddy. That, you're born of the spirit and you get to experience heaven, okay? But what the Lord began to eisegetically speak into my heart was that we as his people, if we want to see the kingdom of God moving here in the earth, we need to be born of the water, and born of the Spirit. We need to press into both of those. I'm going to talk about that here in a second, okay? Again, all you theologians in the room, this is eisegesis. Don't get mad at me, okay? I even told Amy this morning, I'm like, man, I got a good word. I just, it's just not biblical. <laughs> I'm teasing. On Monday, I was reading the scripture, and this is what popped in my mind. I just saw this water and spirit, water and spirit. And the Lord was just saying, both important. 
Both is important, Ross. If you're going to experience the kingdom here, both is important. And so I didn't even know what that meant. I called a pastor friend of mine. And I'm like, I feel like God's stirring this in my heart. And, and we kind of was hashing it out. And, and, and even him, he's like, you know, well, that's definitely eisegesis. I'm like, I know it's eisegesis, but I see Jesus in the eisegesis. They're not spelled the same. I just, just saying, okay? So just, just bear with your preacher a little bit today. I hardly ever do this, okay, in this way. But it goes on. Nicodemus said, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus said, no. You have to be born of water and of spirit. He cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, which is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. And so what the Lord began to lay on my heart, Jesus clearly tells Nicodemus how to experience the kingdom of God. And he says to him, you have to be born of water and of the spirit. So in other words, you got to be born from your mama, flesh, shout flesh. And you got to be born of the Spirit. That's capital S, not your Spirit, His Spirit. That's Holy Spirit. you got to have the Holy Spirit's work in your life. Shout Spirit. Spirit. So we have two things that we're seeing at play here. Flesh and Spirit. Everybody say flesh and Spirit. Can I just say it this way? Isn't that how it always is in life? God doesn't let everything just be spiritual. He just doesn't. He doesn't. If God let everything be spiritual, guess what? You never would have been born. I bet you were a big baby. How much? Three pounds. You were three pounds? That is so awesome. You know what's funny? I was like only like four and a half pounds. Isn't that crazy? We're, we're, a, a, we're anonymal. Um, um, we're, 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 we're special. Couldn't find the word. Anomaly. An anomaly. Yeah, yeah. No, but, <laughs> but think about that. If all God wanted was spirit, souls, you never would have been flesh. There's something important about our flesh in the earth that God created us. Jesus, when he came back to save us, how did he come back to save us? Jesus, God in flesh. There's something about that. We can't just say, well, I'm just going to pray about it and ask God to do all the work. I'm just going to seek God on it. Well, yes, we need to pray about it, and then we need to do something about it. About what? About whatever. Whatever is causing darkness right now in our world. Whatever's causing darkness in your home, whatever's causing dark. You know, you have an issue with your wife. Don't just pray about it. Date her. Rub her back without wanting sex. Welcome home. <laughs> All the ladies in the house are like, yay, Jesus. Yeah, Lord, that's what I, no, but, but do something in the flood, make something happen physically as well. So we can see that God does amazing things, but, but it's just like God to say, no, no, it's not just going to be spiritual. There's some real life blood and guts type stuff that has to take place if physical birth is going to happen. And guess what? If the darkness in our world, if we're going to see some new beginnings in our world, there's some real life blood and guts stuff we can't run from. Yeah. Amen. And I'm not here today to preach a whole bunch about it just yet, but all I'm saying is as his church, we want to see new beginnings in our world, and I believe that needs to start with his people. That needs to start with that, that, that instrument that Delia has. His people need to make a sound of peace. His people need to make a sound of deliverance. His people need to make a sound of unity. His people need to make a sound of hope. His people need, Amen. Then watch new beginnings start to happen. And so the idea of being born of water speaks to being born of a family or into a family. And you know, Grant, my son Grant, he can say that Auburn isn't his sister, okay, Aubie, but 
but he, he's your brother. You can't, you can't kill him. I mean, you can, but he's blood. He's your brother. There, there's no way of denying that is her brother. And to be honest, those two, man, they have fought sometimes through the years. But they're born into the same family. And they had fought sometimes, and at times they still do. But guess what? They're born of the same water, if you will. Born of the same flesh, if you will. And because of that, they're brother and they're sister. And because of that, they have to learn to contend together. And guess what? It's so neat to see them hang out and do things as adults now that, man, when they were teenagers, it was a struggle at times. This afternoon, you know what they're doing? They're taking pop, and we're all going skateboarding together. So intercede for your pastor, okay? <laughs> it's, been a, it's been about a year since I've been out there, and, um, and so I don't want to die. But to see those kids, enjoy, or adults now, enjoy each other's company. But, man, they went through some stuff. But they couldn't deny each other because they were flesh. Amen? So the same way in our lives, there's some things in the world. Man, we have to hurt when people are hurting. Amen? Feel pain when people are feeling pain. And we may not have all the answers. And we may not have it all figured out. And, and sometimes we just got to cry when they're crying, and that's it. Why? Because we're all family. Water. Born of flesh. Amen? Hmm. God has more for us to do to embrace flesh to flesh. God has more for us to do in our world to embrace person to person. God has more for us. If we want to see new beginnings, he has more for us to do that's in the blood and guts of things, the hard things, for us to embrace life to life, to have peace between. Amen? How many right now, I'm going to raise my hand, have some strained relationships? It does, I'm not saying in your home, just in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a blood and guts. That's a, that's a, a messy kind of thing, isn't it? I want a new beginning in it. And Jesus said, if you want to be born again, if you want, I'm going to say new beginnings in your life, you got to be born of the water and of the spirit. you got to do your side of this thing and get in the mess and don't worry about it. And you may say the wrong things. And, and listen, can I just say this? When people say the wrong things, and, but you know their heart is right, stop it. Be nice. And I, and I understand the pain. I'm going to talk about all this stuff over the next few weeks. I get the pain. But when you can tell somebody is trying to intersect and be there and, and dialogue in this thing, and they're just stumbling over the words because they just don't know, just know that it's part of the mess. And we want a new beginning just as much as you want a new beginning. All of us want a new beginning together. Amen? Amen? So we have to embrace that mess a little bit. And I'm almost done. Out of the midst of the darkness we are facing we're asking Jesus, what, asking this, what are you birthing in me that will let me receive of your kingdom? You're in the darkness. What are you birthing in me that will let me receive and let me partake? You know, this whole experience has, for many of you, given you a value of family that you had lost. Isn't that awesome? You were quarantined for three months, and, and you, next thing you know, you're doing stuff with your family you hadn't done in a long time. You're doing stuff with some friends that you hadn't done in a long time, and you realize. So out of that darkness, out of that mess, God brought a kingdom kind of expression. Maybe some of you are struggling with work and unemployment, and I've already started seeing some hustlers. I love hustlers. I just do. I love a hustler. I've already seen some hustlers, some guys that have hit the wall in their businesses, and things are not going as well, and they're like pivot, and they're figuring it out. And God's showing you in the midst of that darkness. Man, I got another avenue of finances in your life, businessman. Is that neat? I love it. Maybe for some of you, you shifted careers in the last couple months because your career shut down. And next thing you know, you're like, out of the darkness, God started birthing a new beginning. Maybe for some of you guys, out of the darkness, you're starting to finally realize that there are social injustices that we need to work together in community. Ch as the church to sound 
the message of peace and hope that Jesus wants for our world. Amen? So that darkness is bringing some good stuff. You know, I, I think of all the flattening of the curve that the church has done in the last few months. You guys have done so many things. I'm not going to list it. We have another opportunity. Pastor Stephanie will talk about it at the end of the service here on June 24th. Plan now to help serve that day. We're going to serve about 1,300 families that day right here on the campus of the church. And so she'll explain more about that later. But I want us involved. You know, we, we, we haven't exercised our serving muscle collectively in a while. Amen. We had so many here yesterday getting the building ready, and I want to thank you for that. Amen. You guys were awesome. Place looks great. But on a whole, we haven't stretched that or, or exercised that serving muscle. And so if you would, you know, um, plan on the 24th, being a part of helping. Let me come back to this. When it comes to relationships, opinions, and matters of honor, it gets messy at times. It really does. But we're experiencing those real-life blood and guts experiences right now, and we need to not check out relationally not, not check out on the water side of this, okay? The flesh side of living out of the kingdom. Let's not check out just because it's easier, amen? Whereas church, let's rise up and declare the enemy means things for evil, but through the church, through Jesus, working through his body, man, it'll turn for good, amen? But that's not enough either, is it? Jesus didn't say born again through the water. He said the water and the spirit, amen? It's not enough. That's where religion and walking out the kingdom of God rub against each other. Because what happens with religion, religion tries to do it all in the flesh. And guess what? Some of you all ran up against this darkness the last three months, and your faith waned. And a lot of it was you started realizing, I'm religious. The, the, the moving of the Holy Spirit in my life, the impact of the Holy Spirit in my life, the, the, the touch of the Holy Spirit in my life has been something I haven't even thought much of. But I do church, and I do this, and I do that, and then I forget about everything the rest of the week. But man, I'm telling you, when you get filled with the Holy Spirit, and we're going to talk more about that in the next few weeks. When you get filled with the Holy, and I was raised calling him the Holy Ghost. When you get filled with the Holy Ghost, that's how I was, that's how I was raised. But when you get filled with the Holy Spirit, something happens where you can't forget kingdom stuff. It's just, it's always on the fourth thought of your mind you're just you're pulling it you're walking in the spirit and so I feel like these last few months have been good to us because it showed us where we were religious pastor included and there was some religiousness in me that I'm just hungry for the Holy Spirit because I know there's some things I can't even fix in the flesh I know that born of the water and the spirit and so where religion tries to do it all in the flesh, no, no, Jesus said you have to be born of water and spirit. What we have between us is important. Yes, it is. But guess what? What we have within us is even more important. Greater is he that is in me than he, speaking of the enemy, Satan, the darkness, if you will, that is in the world. Amen? And we as a church have got to begin to understand who the Holy Spirit is in our lives at a greater measure. If you missed my teachings I've been doing on Zoom, no, on Facebook, you can go back to my Facebook page. I think I'm on week number seven, teaching on the Holy Spirit. we got one more week next week to teach, maybe two, I don't know. But, but you can jump back and catch up on all the things we've been teaching on the Holy Spirit. And so, flesh isn't enough to get you there. And that's the problem, okay? A lot of things in our world right now are trying through the actions of flesh to fix stuff. It's water and spirit. It's flesh and spirit. Flesh can't get us all the way there. It just never has and it never will. Flesh isn't enough to get you there. Zechariah 4, 6 says, Not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Amen? And so I want to encourage us. 
to lean into relationships, as difficult and as messy they might be. I want to encourage us to lean into the Holy Spirit. And I'm going to be teaching a lot about that in the next few weeks. And so we're starting a new series next Sunday called Lame, L-A-M-E. And we're going to see how the enemy has been trying to cripple us. Cripple us in our homes, and our relationships, cripple us in our church, cripple our culture. And we're going to see how God wants his people to rise up and walk after the Holy Spirit. And when we do that, oh man, you watch what happens. Amen? Let's pray together. Just go like this as a sign of submission to the Lord. Jesus, we just come to you. We thank you that you have called us into your marvelous light. You've called us into salvation, Lord God. You have come into our lives and and redeemed us, given us a new beginning. And Lord God, we line our flesh up with that and our spirit up with that, God. And so, Lord, as we extend our hands in submission to you, Holy Spirit, have your way in us. Even this week, prepare us for next Sunday. Lord God, I would even ask in the middle of the night for some folks, in the name of Jesus, they would be woken up in the middle of the night as you speak words to them from the person of the Holy Spirit. As the Holy Spirit speaks to them, Jesus. Just touch my friends. In your name I pray. Amen. Give God some praise. Amen. Thanks for joining us for this week's message. For more information, please check out www.momentumchurch.tv.